you've heard me talking about the vaping issue, and, it, and I'll tell you why. It's fundamentally this, that there is a movement out there that's trying to suggest that it's going to be better for people to be vaping than smoking. And what that actually is doing is having an impact on how young people view vaping. And right now, they think it's cool. And they're doing it even in school grounds. And how do I know this? It's because the Herald Sun newspaper has released a report today which has shown the number of incidents in which ambulances have been called or kids have been taken to hospital because of inhaling what is in the vape. This was always going to be an issue. And no matter what those people who will tell you otherwise, vaping is not going to be any better than the smoking epidemic, which has left people with cancer or dead. But there is definitely a movement that is trying to back vapes in. So on the back of that Herald Sun report, Victoria Health, Vic Health, have put out a statement and it's headlined, Urgent Action Needed to Support Victorian Kids Targeted by the Vaping Industry. Well, it's happening here in WA, but let's find out what's going on in Victoria right now. Dr. Sandra DeMeo is the Chief Executive of Vic Health and joins me on the line. Thanks very much for your time, Doctor. Thank you. Just tell me, uh, what about the, the notion that children at schools are vaping and ambulances are being called? I mean, this is now being documented. Is that right? It, it has been. This was a report obtained uh, from schools here in Victoria uh, through a Freedom of Information request by the Herald Sun, from what we understand, is reported on the front page today. Um, and look, it, it's deeply concerning as a doctor and, uh, you know, as an uncle, um, to think that, you know, the industry has so successfully targeted um, and, and pushed these products onto young people. What they've done is, you know, flood the market with cheap, highly addictive imports, a single product, you know, single vape might cost a young person $5.00 has as much nicotine as 150 cigarettes. Uh, it's highly addictive. It comes looking like, um, you know, a highlighter pen or a makeup packet or even a hoodie toggle. So it's literally designed to be able to smuggle uh, into school or in their clothing. Uh, it comes in flavours like Fruit Loops and milk uh, or strawberry kisses. Um, and it contains as much nicotine in a single $5 disposable vape as 150 cigarettes. Uh, the fact that it's you know, the industry has, you know, clearly exploiting young people. You can't tell me that a product that looks like a highlighter tastes like strawberries and kisses uh, and has as much nicotine as 150 cigarettes, you know, is aimed at, you know, older gentlemen trying to get off smoking. It's complete nonsense. They are clearly targeting young people and they've used their own social media, weaponised the data and the social media of young people while they've been going through a very tough couple of years uh, to promote, heavily promote these products. Uh, and the situation we're in at the moment, I think unless we really take swift action, uh, decisive action from governments, the state and federal level, we will end up with an entirely new generation addicted to nicotine. Okay. Now, in Victoria, it is illegal, like it is here, for a product to be sold to anyone 18 or over, of course, and children, um, unless it's with a prescription. So That's correct. It's illegal there. And it's illegal here. But what would you like to see from your government to help the situation? Because there's people that say, look, the only argument now really should be with the governments because they need to put in place the same sort of 
regulations or the same sort of controls over the tobacco industry, which send all the messages out there about how dangerous it is uh, and keep things under the counter in terms of sale. Whereas I can still buy cigarettes, but I can't buy a, a vape. What do you think needs to happen? So if you if you do currently smoke, let's say you're a 60 year old gentleman. I've I've heard you know I've met a gentleman 60 years old, smoked for 40 years, and uh, has tried everything else and can't quit smoking. They can go to their GP with a prescription and get one of these products. Now the evidence actually for their their usefulness in tobacco cessation is act, is actually not that good. Um, and then certainly not a first or second line treatment that I would be recommending as a doctor, but they are available with a prescription for that purpose. But for, that purpose does not require strawberries and kisses or Fruit Loops and milk flavours, and it doesn't require them to come shaped like a highlighter pen or looking like makeup. Yep. Um, it, it requires a, you know, a, a sophisticated conversation between a doctor uh, and their patient, and in that circumstance, they're not banned. You know, we wouldn't say we've banned antibiotics or the oral contraceptive pill, but we also don't allow anyone to just get online or go down to their local store and buy those things. You have to get them through a GP because they, they are dangerous in the wrong hands. And, and so that's the pathway for people in that very specific circumstance. Everyone else, they're, they're really, these products are highly addictive. They're dangerous and they certainly shouldn't be, made, shouldn't be making their way into the hands of kids. So what we're calling on first and foremost is the federal government to step up and to stop them at the borders. We have a deluge of cheap imports coming from uh, countries overseas that are not subject to any, um, uh, any uh, regulations with you know, cheap batteries and who knows what in the chemical cartridges uh, where they've been found to contain up to 30 banned substances and they simply get around the laws of not, you know, in theory, they're not allowed, they're illegal if they contain nicotine, even for adults who don't have a prescription. So what do they do? They just simply don't put nicotine on the packet. They, mm. they don't declare that it's, that it's in the product when it actually is very high levels of nicotine. So they're using every loophole in the current laws. Those need to be urgently closed. We need to update the laws around advertising. You should not be able to advertise these products uh, online or in the same ways that you, you, cur you currently, uh, you know, the, the laws around um, tobacco uh, need to be brought into the 21st century with e-cigarettes so that you can't advertise these products on social media and particularly in the places where kids are spending time. Um, and then the states need to enforce the laws uh, that they have as well around the licensing of these products um, and, and lastly, you know, when we've shut the borders off, turned off supply to, to the black market um, and, you know, closed the loopholes that industries, uh, industry is so, you know, so uh, cleverly using to um, push these products really in a predatory way onto our children, uh, we then need to support young people, support parents and support teachers. You know, no one should think for a second that I'm blaming any of those groups. Uh, they, they have been really taken advantage of by the industry and we now need to support young people who have been using these products to get off them. Um, we need to deliver better education uh, so that young people are clear on what the uh, risks are and we need to support our teachers who are under such incredible strain, our schools and, of course, our parents who are looking for better support mm. and better information. You know, it has surprised me that 
I have seen you know multiple media releases that come out from Border Force in relation to uh, you know tobacco products being uh, confiscated. Okay, I'm yet to see one in relation to the vaping mechanisms that are coming in because you you've got it you hit it on the head. I mean they're coming in the box loads, they're coming in in the tons, and then they're yep. just being sold willy nilly through convenience stores, even though it's illegal. So until we start right. showing those pictures of of boxes of stuff being confiscated and sending a message to those retailers that are prepared to risk their their ability to trade, we're not going to even start to win it. I to- I totally agree, and and we need to support our border force to do that. They need the resources. Uh, and, you know, anything that's coming across the border that doesn't have a prescription should be destroyed or sent back. Where are you at in terms of the, the state government over there, just, just so I have an understanding of whether they're prepared to do more than just a simple ban? Well, we're, we're, we're working very closely with the state government here, so we don't have a licensing scheme. We're the only state in the, in the country, in fact, that doesn't either have one in train or in, uh, you know, or implemented. So we are urging the Victorian government to, you know, get a licensing scheme uh, in place. Um, and, and we would certainly like to see greater support um, for, for uh, schools and for parents and for young people in particular. And, and importantly to say what that, li- what, what that licensing scheme will do is not only make sure that we know who is selling these products, where they're selling them, and better understand and control who they're selling them to, but a licensing scheme will also then fund the enforcement of those through through licensed officers to be able to go and check. At the moment, that falls with the police. And once again, just like our teachers, they have enough on their plate, and we can't really be expecting them to do that along with everything else they're trying to do. We need to actually have a properly... Um, you know, resourced enforcement officers to be checking licences uh, and to be making sure that, you know, the, the shops that have been exposed in the Herald Sun today as selling vapes to children in school clothes, mm, mm. Uh, even primary school kids, that those are prosecuted to the full letter of the law um, and that young people are protected. All right. Thanks very much for having the discussion with us. It's, it, you know, you're, you're right about one thing. We've got to get our head around it quick because uh, it'll be too too late. Thank you. Good on you. Dr. Sandro DeMeo there, the CEO of Vic Health. Um, and of course, remember a few weeks back, uh, we sent a reporter out to show just how easy it was to buy them at a convenience store. No, they're not on display. Uh, they're in boxes under the counter, but the shopkeepers don't care because there's nothing really being done about it. And I just raised that point. First thing that needs to happen is we see Border Force do a massive bust of all the stuff that's coming in from China, the boxes and boxes of it, and they put that on the front page and they show that they're now going after it. That's what they need to do. Uh, There's a whole litany of examples of uh, kids who have been uh, fallen uh, to various symptoms that have happened after vaping and then been taken to hospital because of concerns by the school or their parents. I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. What is it about the vaping that worries you and what you see? And also, how easy, in your knowledge, has it been for younger people that may be in your family uh, to get access to the vapes?